On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Allstate Insurance Agent Mike Light, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. The year 2020 has not been kind to sports fans. Now over five and a half months after the cancellation of the NCAA tournament, normalcy has still not been restored. The coronavirus pandemic continues to grip our community and country, but even as it does, there are sporting reasons to smile about, even if you can't see it through the mask. Major League Baseball has held opening day. The NBA and Stanley Cup playoffs are underway. The WNBA and PGA have resumed. And just this week in New York, major tennis resumed at the U.S. Open. While here closer to home, high schools are gearing up for fall competition. However, the Jets, like Wichita's City League, will not be joining them on August 14th. The Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletic Association postponed fall sports to 2021. However, as we speak today, winter sports are on as scheduled. The final decision is set to be made one month from yesterday on October 1st. I thought that despite the lack of games, you might like to catch up on the latest in NU sports. And to that end, I welcome you to the second season of the JetCast. This is episode number 15, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics. So those of you returning from last year, a lot of the particulars are going to be the same. We'll still post this on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. NewmanJets.com slash podcast. It'll still be available. Spotify, TuneIn, and Apple Podcasts. And as before, we'll post the show earlier in the afternoon if we do have live event coverage here on the network. But there is one added element this year. Those of you on YouTube already see it. This wonderful piece of technology called a camera. We're actually going to be streaming this on YouTube. You can find it on the Newman Athletics YouTube page or go to newmanjets.com, hover over the fan zone, and then click on Newman Jets YouTube, and you can watch the show. Now, it may not post exactly the same time as the audio does. YouTube's got to do all of its fancy work to, you know, put the show on and actually get it online, but uh, it'll be close enough. So um, you'll be able to actually see us, although we'll be wearing masks, and uh That'll be a little bit different this year, obviously, but we hope that this will bring you a little bit more of a sense of a community with Newman Athletics in this time of isolation and and social distancing. So on today's show, we are actually going to be focusing on women's basketball. Haley Albers, a senior on the team, will join me here in just a moment, and we'll wrap up the show with Newman University Athletic Director Joanna Pryor. But we start today with a man everybody wants to see when he walks into the room. He is the head women's basketball coach for Newman University. The Jets went 11-17 and last year. 6-13 and 13 in the MIAA. They tied for 10th. They missed going to MIAA Madness on a tiebreaker. What a thrilling end of the season to one-point wins in the last two weeks of the season to control their own destiny, including a thrilling 66-65 win over number 24, Nebraska Kearney, right here at Fugate Gymnasium. The winningest coach in Newman women's basketball history joins me, Darren Spence. Coach, it's great to see you again. Well, I can't believe we're back at it already. I know. Where's the applause machine? Going? Well, we, well, maybe Colin can get on that for the for, for next week's show. Uh, you always talk about how you're an olding coach and how you have all this experience, and I, and I would never uh, deny you that. 
What has prepared you for this kind of offseason and, and all that experience? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, it's been a strange time really since, uh, since everybody left uh, last spring. And we've made so much nationally in-house here about the mental health issues of student-athletes and students in general. But I quickly brought up the fact as the olding ball coach um, – the the schedule change for myself for coaches like myself and i'm starting my 36th year in college coaching it was a shock to me you know <laughs> what do i do where are players at you know uh spring practices were long gone uh summer recruiting was was not there so it was uh it was really a, a challenge for me as well as i'm sure it was for a lot of coaches not just the older ones but um it was something that we've not been through, you know, in, in to this magnitude and something that we had to constantly reevaluate what we were doing. But it, it gave me a good chance to do just that, evaluate what I've done. Um, I've created this list and I've asked our players to do it. Um, I made a list of what I suck at. <laughs> and, and so that's a long list too, by the way. And, and just the same one for this side of the table. Yeah, and, and just uh, trying to make a plan to get better and move forward. So, uh, how do you work through the uncertainty? I mean, obviously, as we sit here today, you know, the the basketball season starts November nineteenth. That's the date right now. You've got some exhibitions we're going to talk about here that I'm really excited about. But how do you work through the uncertainty of? not knowing whether or not that's actually going to happen? And how have you helped the players work through that uncertainty? Well, I've told some people that right now we're going to have to develop this this uh, ability to laugh a lot. <laughs> because just when you think something is set, it's going to change on you. Uh, we did a summer-long series with our players. We were in constant communication with them. We did some uh, some some video episodes on, on leadership, on communication, and we had them broken into three groups. And so they, we would send it to them and they would share their thoughts. And then we had an entire roster and coaching staff group as well. And so that, and we did a couple Zooms, but that enabled us to help them stay engaged with each other as well. And I'm sure they did on their own too, but we knew that we have a very uh, impactful senior class this year. We have six of them. Um, four in their uh, shoes. Well, Abby's in her fifth year. And yep. Haley Braxton, Riley, and Maria Saldana are in their fourth year, and Bailey and, and Brooke are in their second year. And so we knew that group could step in and really kind of lead the way. And they, they wanted this um, player-led uh, thing approach to move forward even more so. Uh, and so we're putting a lot on them, on that group. And we're gonna we're gonna hit and miss on some things, but within our our the program core values, they're going to kind of lead the way. And so I'm I'm anxious to to let them have that ability to do so. What's been the mood like from the players in in reaction to all these changes and this this changing social landscape? And uh, you know, there's been a lot of 
extra stuff that's happened. Mm -hmm. So many celebrity deaths. Obviously, there's been uh, social justice issues that have come up. And obviously, the biggest one is coronavirus that's gripped the entire world. How are they dealing, you know, with being, you know, young women in this era and, and trying to come to terms with uh, this reality that not many have ever lived through before, probably, and certainly not anybody in, in mine or maybe not even in your generation? Well, they're... In from from just me looking at them now that we're back in person you know on the outside they appear to be okay but on the inside and what they tell their their immediate support group and their family might be something totally different mm -hmm. and as we spend more time moving forward together some issues will probably surface and um i do know that they were quite upset when i told them that NCAA D2 games got cut down from the 28 to the 22. And I got a bunch of, oh, bleep, bleep, <laughs> you know, <laughs> messages back. And so, um, but I think in time, you know, they're, they're, they're smart kids. And I've often said I coach people that are way smarter than I am. And, you know, <laughs> we've got future doctors and educators and some really uh, bright people in our program. And so they'll, they're able to, you know, to – sift through it all as they need to and then we're just here to support them as we as we can well we'll be joined by a future doctor here at least we, we're expecting her to be Haley albers senior oh, yeah. on this team will be joining me here next segment you mentioned the schedule and, and the cut of games that's the maximum number of games that you can play you and i believe that the minimum was either drastically reduced or eliminated obviously you made it clear very early on you wanted to play as many games as sure. they'll allow you but you still have some exhibitions on your schedule that have been added October 30th in Manhattan against the Wildcats, and then November 5th at Tulsa, two Division One games. It's been a while since you've played a Division One exhibition. Are those still on, and what's the status of those? Yeah, as of right now, since since you know the MIAA has told us we're on as normal, and then sure. they'll, they'll revisit it October 1st and see. Yeah. So, uh, and, and word I get from the Division One people is September, like the 14th, they're going to come back and re revisit it. So. As of now, it's yeah, it's it's on there. We haven't adjusted. Um, if we get moved back to January, I don't know if those will stay on there. If Division One remains how they are right now, if they don't move back, probably won't play those games just because it won't make much sense to play an exhibition game end of October, mm -hmm. early November, and then not again to January. Plus, uh, we probably wouldn't even be able to. Right. So the, obviously, there's so many different things happening. You know, two of the Power Five conferences are not playing football. Uh, the other three are going to play full sports, so it's not not real uniform right now. So right. we'll have to see. It may be a situation where maybe one of those games gets played and the other one doesn't, depending on what the conferences decide. Well, I, I do know this also, that, that uh, we have approved our football team to play. So, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're ready to hey, go. Hey, I, I would love to broadcast some football, Coach. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to your team. 11-17 and 17 last year. Ugh. It ended a streak of three straight winning seasons and people I don't think realize this you know you took over a program that was in the middle of some sanctions you've only missed the postseason twice in your tenure here at, at NU what were the lessons that you learned off of your first year in the MIAA and the, the jump up at competition which you anticipated um, and obviously I know that you feel like the team could have definitely had a, a, a few more wins put itself in a better position going into those last two weeks to make MIAA madness Right. It was a uh, it was a it was an eye opening experience for everybody. And, and 
You know, we've played a number of the MIAA schools in non-conference, but man, is it a huge difference between a November-December non-conference game and a December-January-February oh, yeah. conference game where it really means something. Um, you know, road trips were, uh, you know, the fan base. You know, MIAA and women's basketball has led the country like 11, 12 years in a row in, in attendance, and we experienced that. You know, uh, I think our first game, you know, the – I can't remember where it was and what game we should have won, but their their band started playing and I, you could just see it and we were like, oh, seems shoot. like that was at Tahlequah against <laughs> yeah. Northeastern State, if I recall correctly. And Northeastern State, right? And, it, and it's one of those probably four or five of those games that we wish we'd had back because we we let a, we let a few of those, probably five of them, get away. So um, so from that aspect, it was a little disappointing. But um, this group of returning players, ten of them learned a lot coaches we learned a lot heck we uh we didn't even know what doors to go in in some, in some <laughs> of the arenas I remember so that. we're trying to find a door to get into practice the night before and it was um it was a challenge you know and just getting to see everybody's facilities that we hadn't been to uh is kind of a an eye-opening thing but um we got that behind us we had some big wins last year and uh it, you know from the three previous years where we had things rolling as the only team to beat Lubbock Christian, you know, we had that built in the heartland mm -hmm. to where now we were going to start challenging them. And so to, to change drastically all of a sudden, but uh, we had lost some really good seniors, you know, the year before. Oh, yeah. And so now it's, uh, that's behind us. We're looking to this next year and this senior class and, you know, our four exciting freshmen come in to, to give us a boost, too. We'll talk about some of the uh, personnel that you lost. Obviously, we'll recap this on our, our pregame show before we get started for the season. But talking, you know, just kind of about life in general, I know you're a big golfer. Did you did you get any extra time to play golf during during this kind of more open period here in the spring and summer without recruiting to go do? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not ever. No. Uh, yeah, I, that was one thing that, uh, as I mentioned, the, the mental health, you know, of myself, um, not being able to do what I love to do. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I couldn't get in a weight room for the, yeah, longest, I know. For the longest time. You know, I once used to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and now I look like Popeye. So it's, uh, before the spinach. And, and so, yeah, it was, a you know, it's what I did. I got all my walks in and then, and I, I did play enough golf and I was able to to uh go take a golf trip outing you know with my dad yep and, I saw that on Facebook so, um I'm gonna do another one of those coming up but um yeah it's you know if I didn't find an, an outlet for myself if I didn't find an outlet for coach Crum and coach Cates because I sent them home to Tennessee and the New Mexico I said get out of here um, you saw some of the, the videos, you know, that we did on Twitter, mm -hmm. you know, just to try to occupy our times. But that lasted for like probably three weeks, you know, where I was in there coaching the, the wood statues. <laughs> I do remember and, that. And not because I had lost my marbles at the time. It was just. They're already lost. Yeah, that's true. I was just trying to stay in game shape, you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, you know. Do you think that was the biggest quarantine struggle? Just kind of, you know, wrapping your head around the isolation? Yeah, it, no question. And, you know, and the Newman University community was uh, supportive through it all, and our athletics administration was supportive through it all. 
and probably the majority of my time was probably being too imposing <laughs> on our players you know the beauty of d2 sometimes can be they get to go home for the summer yes not like my division one years where they were there they got they get to get away they get to recharge and so probably was a little bit different for them as well being back home surrounded by by their families probably a little bit too much but sometimes i'm the last one they want to hear from sure you know but at this time to be selfish it was really more about me missing them you know more so than them missing me and and of course it was uh, what are you guys doing are you working out are you, you know <laughs> are you doing this but just trying to keep everybody together because I know that we have a special group for this 2021 season. Well, this is a something new we did not do on the uh, on the show last year. Uh, I'm calling it Question Chain, and somebody may have already copyrighted this. You know, it's something that I came up with that I thought would be a little bit fun to get to know you and the girls, and, and we're going to do this for every sport uh, here on the podcast. And so the, here's how it works. You get to kind of cheat because you're the head coach. You should get some advantage. So uh, you actually know the next women's basketball interview, which is going to be Haley Albert. She's coming up in just a second. And so I'm going to ask you, what question do you want me to ask Haley? And then when Haley gets up, part of the fun is Haley's not going to know who the next women's basketball player or coach is going to be on, but she's going to be asking a question to me, and I'm going to ask that to the next player we have on. We're going to kind of keep it going around, and whoever gets before you, I'm just letting you know, this is going to come back around. So you might want to be careful with these questions. It may come back to bite you, but here in the next few minutes, what question do you want me to ask Haley Albers? Ask Haley Albers. You know, ask Haley Albers why she is so stubborn. (laughs) and with that i mean you know we she's gone through some ailments and things sure she just refuses even though i've said it's okay to not do as many sprints you know go get on the bike you know but she's she doesn't want to do it so ask her why she's so stubborn we will ask her how excited are you to see Haley albers this year uh play averaged about six points per game for you last year uh, post player they can step out and hit the outside shot and as you said plays very hard works very hard in practice as well you know she's it, when you look up newman university in the dictionary or wikipedia it should have Haley albers picture right there because she is the poster child for newman university in 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 work ethic, in academia, in in faith, in just everything, and you know, works in admissions. She she's done such a great job actually recruiting for us. You know, mm-hmm. she gives all the tours to her, and we've got some really good commitments. Uh, not just twenty one class, but twenty two class, and and a lot of it's because of her and, and her knowledge of Newman University. And so, um, you know, to see her. See I don't even want to say the word without knocking on some wood, but in a in a good, healthy state right now. You know, um, she's battled through so much. She had the great freshman year, and then it just started. So the sophomore year, junior year, was just some struggles along with it. But she's bouncing around and looks better than, than I've seen her in such a, such a long time. And, you know, I used to give her a, a hard time, but when she played in club basketball, they must have given her, like, the shorts that I would wear because <laughs> they were so big on her. And then she finally gets some normal shorts. I said, man, you do have some legs, don't you? <laughs> and uh, But she she looks good. She's bouncing around. She's such a good leader. Um, not that there's anything wrong with this, but she's a big-time nerd. 
And but she's nothing wrong with that. But she's that person that when you're looking for a future doctor, you want to go to. I've already told her I'm, I'm going to find out where she's going to be. So I'm going to get my my prescriptions, <laughs> you know, through the through the, the mail order. <laughs> sure. You know, from her. But, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot that she doesn't do well. She's you know, you know, she can shoot the three. Uh, she can go inside and do some damage there. She's starting to do a lot more just shot faking off the dribble. Um, you know, defensively, that's, you know, another challenge for us all. But um, we'll find a way to do that. But she, she adds so much to our program because she is the one kid, not that we don't have others, but she is that one kid that is the face of this whole program and, and like I said, school. Darren Spence is my guest, home women's basketball coach, Newman University. Coach, I know you're excited for the season. I'm praying we get to see you guys play. Thanks so much for the time, and uh, you'll be back. My, my pleasure. Yeah, go Jets. The, we'll be back with Haley Albers, a senior from Cheney, Kansas, forward on this women's basketball team, and we continue on the JetCast. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at scceiling.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops, the key is Keystone. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to keystonesolidsurfaces.com. Welcome back to the JetCast, our first episode of season number two. And believe it or not, we're getting set for women's basketball with the fall sports cancellations. And there's no better time to talk to what Coach Spence calls the future doctor on the team, Haley Albers, senior from right here, just down the road in Kansas, Cheney, Kansas. A 6-1 senior forward, six points per game, three rebounds per game last year. Haley Albers joins me here on the JetCast. Haley, so great to have you back on the show. Thanks so much. Thank you, Blake. Uh, This summer, obviously, I know all the players look forward to the summer. You know, you've got beach trips. You've got all all these activities that are not classroom, you know, related, planned. And not to say that you're not working very hard in the gym, working on your three-pointer. So, you know, Coach Spence and Coach Crum, don't worry about that. But how tough was this having to put so many of those plans, I'm sure, on hold and, and, you know, not really getting to enjoy your last summer before you, you know, start joining the workplace? It was definitely interesting for sure. I spent a lot of time at home with my family. I think this is the first time that all six of us have been at home um, together for that amount of time. So that's three brothers and sisters? Yep, I have two younger sisters and a younger brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were all together. We got on each other's nerves quite a bit. Um, we were just all in the house a lot. My dad was home. He wasn't at work. He got um, kind of got sent home. So sure. I mean, we were all just right on top of each other. So. Uh, what was the most difficult part of that? Uh, our internet crashed a lot. <laughs> we were all trying to go and do classes at the same time. So 
I mean, we I'd be on a class and my brother's downstairs playing his PlayStation. I'm like, Ethan, get off your game. I need to go to my class. And then my dad was just bored, so he would like photobomb everyone's Zoom classes and like dance in the background. So well, I I can I can assure you that that was the same at my apartment when it was basically just watching Netflix and playing Xbox for a month. We literally couldn't do anything. So uh, I'm sorry that you that your internet for your class wasn't good. I was probably partially to blame for that as well. Uh, obviously probably did have some time to get outside mm-hmm. it had to be tough not being able to go to go to a gym i'm not sure what the gym situation is like at the albers household but how much were you able to work on basketball during that early time in in march and april and early may when things were were really closed down um so i actually got to work out quite a bit for a while um the gym here was still open so i was able to come back and then once everything kind of shut down, I spent a lot of time out in the driveway or just parks around town um, working out there. And then obviously I could go up um, and run at like the golf course or around town or up um, at the football field. The track was still open as long as there weren't too many people. So I could do that as well. So how was, cla- how was class without actually being in a classroom? You know, that's something that parents, I think, are dealing with right now as they decide, you know, for the younger kids whether mm-hmm. to go to class. You know, I, I feel like for me, and I mean, you know, like Coach Spence said, you know, you're a nerd. I'm kind of a nerd. I still think that I would be better being, you know, told to go to a classroom. How did you deal with that, you know, not having the option and, and really being forced to take classes online? Um, it was definitely interesting. I think physics lab was the most interesting thing. Oh, to yeah, take I can't. Yeah, there's like some simulations. That seems terrible. Uh, but it made me really appreciate actually being in the classroom, you know, like with the professor and my classmates. Um, but we made it through. So just a new experience for sure. So Haley Albers is a senior. She's going to be one of the leaders on this team, a very large senior class. In fact, I think this might be the biggest class in the Coach Spence era at NU. I'm pretty sure. Colin can double check that. I can double check that. I'm pretty sure it is the biggest. Um, so you're getting set to graduate. And from having you on last year, uh, obviously Coach Spence talked you up. Uh, you know, we're expecting a doctorate. So don't let us down here in the in the spring. Um, but you, I remember the last time we talked, you said you hadn't really narrowed down exactly what part of medicine you wanted to practice. Any closer to figuring out what part of the medical field you want to be a part of? I'm still not 100% sure. I've been kind of going back and forth between like sports medicine or orthopedics or maybe a pediatric specialty, but I'm not 100% set yet. So, so. it's still, still some time yeah. to figure that out because I know, you know, unfortunately for you, and I know you've talked about this in the past, um, just because you graduate does not mean the classes end <laughs> this spring, do they? No. How, how much are you looking forward to having a different challenge and, and not having athletics in the way of – of your classwork and how much you almost dreading that, you know, because obviously once you get to graduate school, the, the books come, they seem to be a little heavier, don't they? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting for sure. Cause I know like when we get those two weeks off um, after season and we're just going to class, I'm so bored. I'm like <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Like literally I, I have all this free time, um, but it'll definitely be a unique challenge. Um, Med school is pretty rigorous, so I'm looking forward to that. So what's been the biggest challenge for you in terms of the isolation? You mentioned that you were at home, and I did see some of the social media stuff Mm -hmm. that that Newman put out. The Newman Jets women's basketball uh, Facebook page, you can search it on Facebook, or also on Twitter, Newman Jets WBB is where the Newman Jets are now on Twitter. Uh, 
how did you try to stay connected with your teammates during that time in the in the late spring? Um, so we have a group Snapchat. So okay, yeah, we'd send some pretty funny snaps around just to kind of stay in touch that way. Um, we had our like group like message, and then um, we had some accountability groups. So each of the upperclassmen was paired with the younger classmen. Um, just kind of keep everyone on track that way as well. The senior class, as I mentioned, is really, really big, and it's really varied. You've got a five-year international player with Abby George. You've got, you know, three of you, uh, you know, four-year players that have come in, two of you from Kansas with Braxton, and then, you know, Riley from New Mexico. You've got uh, Maria Saldana, who's been a player coach, going to be a player coach for this year again who started out as a player, and then obviously the two JUCO transfers coming in as well. Uh, so it's a very different class, a lot of different people, different stages of their life there. What's that been like for you to kind of all come together and, and have this large leadership core for this last season? I think it's been really nice because we all bring something unique to the table. So maybe like an area where I struggle and then one of the other ones can kind of pick up, you know, where we're lacking. And so it's just been nice to see everyone's different perspectives and how we mesh together um, to kind of lead the younger ones along. What's the connection like for you? And not to say that you don't enjoy Bailey and Brooke. I know that that you guys all enjoy each other's company, but I know it's a, you. Your connection with Braxton and Riley Maria is a little bit different. Being mm -hmm. four-year players here, what's it like hanging out with those girls? I mean, it's just crazy to see how far we've come. Uh, like we were all moving in, and it was just it felt like yesterday that we were all getting here on campus for the first time. Yeah, and it's just crazy to see you know where we started to where we are now and how much like growth we've all experienced. So, how how much do you think you're going to miss them after after the season in terms of you know these lifelong relationships that athletics can can bring about mm -hmm. for you? Um, I mean, you feel like you've made three lifelong friends there. Yeah, I think we'll definitely stay in touch for sure. Um, but it'll be weird not like seeing them every day and kind of all of us going our own separate ways. It'll be different for sure. Who do you think's the most fun and or and the most serious out of that group? Oh, goodness. Um, Brooke's a character. I'd say Brooke and Bailey, they can have a good time. All of us can. Um, it really just depends on the situation. Sure. I'm pretty serious. Like, I can have fun. but Of, of course. I'll be, I'm pretty serious. Um, Riley's pretty serious. Abby's pretty funny. She just doesn't talk a lot. Yeah, no, until she's, you get to know her. You so. kind of have to yeah. bring the mm -hmm. conversation out of yeah. her. Uh, I know that uh, Coach Crum and Coach Spence are very excited about the freshmen that are coming mm -hmm. in. Four freshmen, three from Kansas, the other from Oklahoma, all inside the MIAA footprint. What's it been like to bring them into the program? As you know, we presume they will be four-year players and. It's a little bit different for you, I'm sure, because you were just a four-year player who was brought in, and so you kind of get to teach them how the journey starts. What's that been like for you and the other four-year seniors? It's been really cool um, just knowing, like, you know, we were in their shoes once, and now we're kind of helping them along. I'm um, really excited for them. They're all great kids, hard workers, so we're expecting big things out of them. So uh, this is the continuation of the last segment, obviously, Question Chain. So for those of you who may have missed it, Coach Spence had a question for Haley, and then Haley, before you leave, you'll get to ask the question for the next women's player we have on. Now, you don't know who that's going to be, and actually, I don't know who that's going to okay. be. It may be more fun if I did know who it was going to be, because yeah. you could kind of gear the question. But um, your question from Darren Spence is, why are you so stubborn? I'm going to give that one to my dad. 
Um, his whole family is stubborn. Like, if you ever get at an Albers family reunion, <laughs> uh, good luck trying to, like, make yourself heard. Like, everyone's talking all the time. We're all just very, very stubborn. My mom tells me all the time, she's like, you get this from your dad. It's all your dad's <laughs> fault. Um, so I'm going to have to... Blame, blame it on that. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. and speaking of being stubborn, you know, I don't know if any of you out there are, you know, living here in Kansas, if you're a fan of, sn- of salty snacks, but you may have heard of Arts and Mary's potato chips, which if you look on the back are actually produced right here in Kansas in Cheney. And uh, I believe at one point the Albers name was on it, but that's actually your family makes Arts and Mary's potato chips. Yes, so it's my dad's first cousins, and they're great. If you haven't tried them, the jalapeno ones, they're the way to go. They are are absolutely the the bomb. I take them to parties, and they get annihilated. How excited were you when you heard that they were actually going to be coming back? Oh, we were so excited. Everyone in my family was like, okay, when are they coming out? We need to order, like, (laughs) three boxes. Um, you know, maybe you should kind of lean into them. They could be the official potato chip of the JetCast. Oh, that'd be cool. Could we, could we do that? I think Coach Ealing yeah. is, gives an enthusiastic thumbs up for that. Well, you tell them they're doing the Lord's work by bringing those okay. back. Thank God for them. <laughs> uh, final question for you. How are you looking on to this season with this, obviously, anticipation? I know you want to play. You want to get out there with your friends. You want to you, you want to succeed. I know that you're disappointed with how last year ended up in terms of not making the postseason, but you know, knowing that this is your last season and with all of the uncertainty surrounding, are you guys going to play? Are you not going to play? How do you keep yourself positive? And what's what do you think is the right outlook to take as you look forward to this season? And, and obviously, we're praying that it will happen. Um, so we just talked about you know right now everything's a go. So I think. Um, with everything that happens, it gives us a greater sense of appreciation um, for what we get to do every day. Um, and we're just taking it one day at a time, you know, looking to get better. Obviously, we learned a lot of things um, from last season and what we need to work on. So we're working on implementing those things, you know, staying together as a group, all those little things, um, getting stronger in the weight room just to keep up with the competition. All those things are a focus for this um this season. Haley Albers, senior from Cheney, Kansas, a forward that will be a leader on this Newman Jets women's basketball team. Haley, thank you so much. Great to have you on. Thank you, Blake. We will wrap up the show, the first in season two with Athletic Director Joanna Pryor when we come back. Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, General Manager at Mount Hamilton Ford. Have you been thinking about a new SUV? Right now is a great time to buy a new Ford at the big one of 119th and West Gallo. EcoSport, Escape, Edge, Explore, Expedition. Mount Hamilton Ford is sure to have the right vehicle to fit your size. And you know you can count on us with this great selection to find the right SUV at the best price to fit your budget. Check us out online or in person. Let us make your purchase easy with pickup and delivery right from your home or work. Mel Hamilton Ford, experience the difference. Jet fans, there's a new way to stay connected with your team. Download the free Newman University Athletics app now. Sign up to be a fan, student, alumni, or booster club member and receive notifications on your mobile device on your favorite Jets teams. Schedules, live stats, live broadcasts, and more. The Newman University Athletics app is your digital ticket to NU Sports. Download the Newman University Athletics app for free today on Google Play or the App Store. Welcome back to our last segment of our first episode, Season 2 of the JetCast. Blake Cripps here with Joanna Pryor, and uh, it's been great to be back on campus. Great to be talking with you again, Joanna. And, uh, you know, before we came on here, we've been talking kind of about 
all these things are different this year in these unprecedented times that Athletic finds itself in. First of all, great to see you again. How is you? How's the family? And, and kind of how's life right now in this crazy masked 2020 world that we find ourselves in? Sure. Masked is, is correct. And um, that's something that we've all had to try to get used to ourselves, our student athletes. Um, you know, we miss being able to see people's faces. <laughs> I miss seeing smiles. I never know if people are happy or if they're sad, and it's very hard to tell. But, uh, but I think we're all adjusting and um, you know, making do with what we have. The student athletes look excited to be back on campus. We're excited to have them back on campus because it's been pretty dead this summer. Well, and, and we've talked about you know, these unprecedented times. That's the, the big T-shirt phrase. Have you been able to kind of wrap your head around this situation that you find them yourself in? And it's not just Newman, but MIAA and really all of college athletics about this unknown period that we have ahead. Sure. It's constantly changing. It's very fluid. Just when we think we have a good plan together, we have to change our plan. And I think when everybody understands that that's what's happening, where if all of a sudden, you know, we have no fall sports, we've got to change that plan. And so, you know, we're, we've been on our toes and, and ready for anything and just have to try to stay positive. Well, and you talk about the fall sports. If you missed it, we, we kind of introed with this, the MIAA canceling fall sports uh, until spring is the plan as we talk here today. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you know, there's plenty of time for that to change. But were you surprised, you know, uh, Commissioner Racy was – pretty demonstrative that they were going to exhaust every avenue and and basically make every effort to play football and all the fall sports. I was surprised at how quickly that decision was made to cancel. Uh, Was it a surprise to your department? And what was your reaction when you heard the news? Sure. I think when you're watching everything that's going on in the world, it's not a huge shock. Um, You want to keep trying to make sure there are opportunities for your fall sports to play. And I think he did a great job you know, exhausting every avenue that we could possibly go down. I think it became very difficult when the NCAA put the testing guidelines in. And that's when, you know, we kind of lost control at that point. And so now... And that's, that's mainly a cost issue? Yes, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a cost issue. It's a resource issue. And different institutions in different counties, different states, don't have the same resources that Newman might have being in Wichita. Absolutely. October 1st is the next big date in terms of competition. And we've already talked with Haley Albers and Darren Spence. And, you know, it's interesting being here in September and we're actually thinking basketball. Not that we're not always thinking basketball at Newman, but they're the next up. Uh, basketball is the next competitions that are set to start on the schedule. And a decision is set to be made by the MIAA October 1st as to the fate of winter sports. Uh, There has to be a lot of anticipation going on as you, uh, speaking today, we're one month away from that date. Mm -hmm. Right. So right now the presidents will be meeting on October 1st to make a decision for basketball. In the meantime, athletic directors will be meeting weekly in the MIAA to discuss what that could look like. You know, with the other conferences postponing all sports until January 1st, that's going to affect the basketball schedule as a whole. So that is going to have to be looked at. Um, I think there's some CDC guidelines that are happening that might help ease some of that testing burden that the NCAA has put on us if they ease up on that. There's always difficulty in preparing for just a regular athletic season, but how much more difficult is it preparing for a season that 
You don't necessarily know when it will happen. Not just that, you don't really know for sure that it's going to happen at this point. You bet. So spring looks scary. Yeah, it <laughs> if, does. It looks every, busy. <laughs> if everything goes on as it should, and, and we're, we hope it does, it's going to be a wild spring. Uh, but what we want the most is for our student athletes to have that opportunity to play. Well, and we talk about the logistics right now, and we're talking with Joanna Pryor, Newman University Athletic Director. You know, how how does that work with logistics in terms of trying to figure out? You know, let's say maybe basketball is postponed to January, perhaps. And so you've got, you know, volleyball is going to have to get some court time. Obviously, basketball has got to take priority. You're going to have games. You're going to have practices. And then, you know, I feel bad for poor Colin, who's behind the camera, the SID. I don't know how he's going to get all the stories written for all these different sports. You know, have you have you been able to wrap your mind around, you know, trying to fit a full athletic year into maybe three or four months? Well, I think we should focus more on technology and maybe science into duplicating people. <laughs> that might be our best option at this point. Um, we've thought about it. It gets scary, and then you stop thinking about it. But um, I think our coaches will pull together and do whatever they can to have a season. And so if that means if a coach doesn't have a game that night, they're at another game working something helping out, you know, and, and we don't know what our crowd's going to be able to look like at this point. Sure. You know, we'll start working on, on basketball and wrestling coming up to figure out the capacity and, and what we can accommodate. Um, and that'll help also determine how much, how much help we need. President Kathleen Jagger just moving into Newman University, a brand new president. I believe it'll only be the second president you've ever worked with as a Newman University administrator. What have the conversations been like between you two about athletics, the role that athletics will have in Newman University as they market themselves broadly, obviously to the Catholic community, but also to uh, students all across Kansas. Sure. You know, uh, one thing that she brings a benefit is her health background. So she's got a huge background in public health, and that helps with her giving advice on how we should do things, how we should take precautions and some of the things we need to do to be ready. Um, so that's been a big help, but she is a big supporter of, of athletics and um, she enjoys that. She knows that it brings life to a campus and, um, and is ready for things to get started, but safely, of course. The Jet Open obviously had to be drastically changed this year. Uh, the golf still did go on. Obviously, golf is one of those sports that you can play socially distanced very easily. Um, but obviously, you guys had some big plans for changing up how the pre-event uh, party was going to go. You were going to have it at Fugate Gymnasium for the very first time ever. They, I think, make it a little bit more of a family-friendly event so that you bring the kids to. Uh, but obviously, all those plans had to be scrapped because of the coronavirus. Um, but in your mind, though, how did the Jet Open go for you guys in this challenging year? You know, I think a lot of people are finding out that this virus is um, helpful at times. And it's making you think outside the box, making you do things that you never thought of doing. And, you know, we've seen online auctions before. And that's what we went to. And it was actually very successful for us and very cost effective. So I feel like we had one of our best jet opens that we've had in, in quite a while. So um, golf still goes on. <laughs> yes, it does. It's so awesome. It's very exciting. Um, and we're actually think we're planning for an alumni golf weekend wow. uh, in October. So 
Um, we're still in the very early stages, but October 2nd is what we're looking at um, because, you know, thank God for golf. Absolutely. Well, we, we may have some more details on that as we move forward here these next couple of weeks. Obviously, fundraising is always a 365-day per year challenge, not just at Newman, but at any athletic department. And you'll notice up here on the screen, uh, Coach Ealing, the new Associate Athletic Director of External Operations, has been very busy getting a lot of new sponsors, re-signing old sponsors. Uh, and this time when mo you're moving to the MIAA and the level of competition gets so much higher, how much of a challenge has it been to raise money from private donors, businesses, in this coronavirus economic uncertainty, especially, you know, in the early spring when we didn't know anything about the virus back in, in March and April, things were pretty scary. We're very thankful to our sponsors and they are very dedicated individuals and businesses. And uh, we probably had one of our best sponsorship years for the Jet Open so far. So, um, like I said, extremely thankful that they stuck with us and they believe in us and, and things have been good for them. So, um, you know, some people have benefited and some haven't with this. And those that have have been very generous. Uh, I did want to give a quick shout out. Coach Smith and also Mo just got recognized 15 years here with Newman University Athletics. I know you're really excited to have both of them still around. Oh, you bet. They're lifers. Um, <laughs> you know, and Mo, obviously, it took over compliance last year. Sure. And um, she's getting the hang of it. And this year has been a lot better. And and uh, she's kind of a staple. I mean, people know Mo, and, and they expect to see her when they come back. So we played this game earlier in the show, and we're going to continue it here. Uh, question chain. So I'm going to give you a question, and the next athletic director or athletic department representative I have on will have to answer your question. Now, because you're the athletic director, you actually have a bit of a cheat here because you actually do know that Coach Ealing is going to be the next athletic director uh, to be on the show. So what is one question that you want to hear Coach Ealing answer when I have him on the show next week? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot here. I was not prepared for that. Uh, that's all part of the fun. If I told you everything that was going to happen, that wouldn't make it fun for me at all. And I'm supposed to have fun on this show. So a question like a quiz type question? No, no, no. I, I want, th this is a question thoughtful. that's going to let us get inside the mind uh, of Coach Ealing. We want to nice. learn about Coach Ealing. We want to find out you know, his inner thoughts, something okay. that's going to give us a better idea of who he is as a person. Excellent. What I would like for you to ask him is what is his why? Why does he do what he does? Okay. But then ask him that two more times <laughs> after he answers. <laughs> two more times? Yes. What's so the reason for that? He's going to tell you, and then you got to get deeper. Okay. All right. So what is his why? We will find out next week. Final question. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, the reduction in price of tests for coronavirus. Uh, Mike Racy from the MIAA just put out a statement, you know, that the, this new test has been uh, approved, and it's supposed to be less than the cost of a Big Mac 15 minutes, and you don't have to send it out to a lab. And he said he was really excited about the possibilities that that could open up for Newman and MIAA sports to continue with winter sports on time. So my final question to you is what's your message for student athletes here at Newman who so desperately want to play, get on the field, get on the court, and how much optimism do you have that that is going to happen for winter sports in November or December, and obviously for the fall sports and spring sports coming up, which will all be in the spring after the first of the year. So that's been a huge topic for us because we want to play. 
uh, but we have to do a lot of things that we might not want to do in order to get to play. So masking at all times, physical distancing. We don't want them to necessarily social distance because that's not good for the mental health. Sure. So stay connected somehow, but be apart, be masked, do what you're told. We've, we have made some accommodations and practices where we've started with smaller groups. And so they're going to kind of stay in their cohorts for a couple of weeks. We're going to see how that plays out. And then hopefully we can ease up on that. And then they can, you know, venture out a little bit more. But um, it just takes a lot of, of self-awareness. It takes some discipline for them to remember to do those things and just starting new habits. And if you need your own mask, by the way, you can see the brand new Jets logo mask. You can actually get this on the NU Jets online store. Just go to newmanjets.com, hover over Fan Zone, and hit the Jets online store. You can get a Jets logo mask. I think they actually have the NU masks, too, available on there as well. So pick up your own Jet mask today. Joanna Pryor, Athletic Director, thank you so much. I hope the next time we talk we don't have to wear these, but if we do, that's okay. It's great to see you. Glad that you and your family are safe. Thanks, Blake. And thanks so much for listening to our show, watching. For those of you on YouTube, we're going to be hitting men's basketball next week. Coach R.J. Allen will join me, so we'll see you then. So until next time, Blake Cripps saying, Go Jets.